In today's time, it has never been easier to become wealthy and live an affluent life. The problem is, is that while it is easier, there are many people that are overlooking just the basic principles, making finances a lot more complicated than they have to be. Today, I'm going to cover two things that are commonly misused, misunderstood, and yet they truly do have a tremendous impact on your long-term financial situation. What I know is that when you understand these two principles and how they are related, but yet vastly different, you will be able to quickly identify where you can begin to put your energy to start building your wealth today. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, how's it going? Hopefully everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful week, weekend. Uh, I know that, I, I mean, it's it's a playoffs, the first weekend of playoffs for the NFL, if you're a, if you're a sports fan. Uh, and if you're not, cool, you're probably, you're probably out doing some miraculous, much better uh, use of your time, I'm sure, than, than sitting around watching sports like 85% of America right now. But uh, on another note, you have taken time to step away from the games and, and, and turning uh, this stream on, which is great. And today, what I want to cover is crucial to your long-term financial success. Um, for 2022, it is off to a great start. Obviously, if you see the picture, I, I got I got a huge crack out of it. Uh, when you realize 2022 is pronounced 2022, like we're going through 2020 again, like COVID and thing. I thought it was comical. I thought it was hilarious. But uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, probably doesn't make sense. But you can go over to go over and look at the YouTube video. I might just I might just post this to the account to the social media account anyway, so everyone can see it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, but if you tuned into last week's episode, um, I was looking forward to the Alabama game. Well, sadly enough, Alabama did not win the national championship. Uh, but there's always next year, right? Uh, that's what that's what they always say. But anyways. Uh, on my the other thing I wanted to update you on is my no spending challenge. Uh, if you tuned into the very first episode of this year, I said I don't want to buy stuff, and stuff was pretty much anything that was not you know outside of that essential norm, like just stuff in general. Uh, for the month of January, I didn't want to buy stuff, or actually for the year, I don't want to buy just stuff. But obviously, I'll, I'll treat myself a little bit here and there because uh, that's I mean that's that's just part of life. But I thought I have a beautiful, beautiful view of how my no spending challenge is going. If you're watching this live, boom, there it is. Uh, that is how my no spending challenge is going. It's going great. I am excited. I am happy. And I could not be more uh, excited for, for the rest of this month. You know, I'm only halfway through the month and I can only bet that that smile gets bigger and my bank account's loving it, right? I've been able to invest more thanks to, to not throwing money at additional stuff out there. And so that's really good. And hopefully if you took advantage of uh, some kind of no spend weekend or no spend week or whatever, that you're able to sort of see that same uh, positivity in, in your life and in your bank account, more importantly. Uh, but moving into the topic, 
today uh, we are going to discuss income and net worth and uh, and what exactly is the difference right like is there a difference uh, well I'm gonna allude to the fact there is a difference I said it in the intro but there is a difference and many think that they are the same many think that they are identical um, and while you know they do have similarities right like they do not not similarities in the sense that they're even close to remotely the same but that they kind of complement one another um I, I i can say that they also can be viewed vastly different and uh if you don't know the difference it can it can influence a lot of where you put your energy so uh, what i want to start off with is i want to tell you a story because i think that stories are a great way to walk you through this but i'm going to tell you a story about these two couples that are on the screen you've got one couple that is you know sharing uh, wine or champagne or whatever that is uh, looks like wine to me uh, but they're sharing wine on a uh, plane they're toasting you know they're they're eating this nice five-star meal uh, and then in the bottom right hand corner you have a dude that resembles elon musk and a um another a lady and, and it's another couple and instead they're just having coffee in their kitchen at home so the story is about these two couples, right? And if, if you're listening to this on a podcast, hopefully you, you sort of put that image in your head of what's on the screen. But you've got this couple that's sitting on a plane, toasting wine glasses and eating five-star meals. And you have this other couple sitting in their kitchen, in their home, uh, share, you know, having a cup of coffee together, just sitting around, right? Uh, why they actually kind of resemble each other, like the couples right here, they're, they're totally not... But more importantly, uh, this story, I could ask you and I would look at, you know, you as an individual or I could ask this to anyone and I could say, who of these two couples is more wealthy, right? And when I ask that, so many people are going to point to the people on the plane and that's, you know, that, that might be the case, right? Like that might be the case. They may be more wealthy, but I think that every single person would pick the people on the plane. Um, but the thing is, is that, and, and this is what I want you to remember that people that have a high income, right? Uh, that also could mean that those people have a high debt, um, versus someone with no debt and a median income could, you know, be more wealthy, right? Because, because the identif identifier of wealth is going to be uh, what we're going to discuss today. And I want you to keep this in mind. I want you to keep these two pictures in mind. This two, if you're like I said, if you're listening to us on the podcast, just keep that visual in mind that you have this couple on a plane toasting wine and you have this other couple in their kitchen drinking coffee. I want you to keep those two things in mind because one, what I want you to walk away with is that a large income does not necessarily lead to a large net worth. And wealth building needs both you need income and i didn't say large you need income and you need uh to increase your net worth and ultimately that's what our goal is that's what our plan is at the end of this i want you to walk away with uh what it's going to take where to put your energy so that you can increase your net worth uh, like I say, keep these two in mind because this is the story that we're going to create. We're going to talk about this couple on the plane. We're going to talk about this couple in the kitchen. Um, so keep that in mind, but moving into it, the first thing I want to discuss is income. 
Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So on income, there's two types of income and uh, pretty straightforward gross income and net income. Gross income is going to be what you you receive, um, how much money you receive before any kind of deduction, taxes, anything of that nature. Your net income is going to be the money that you actually bring home from your paycheck. So this is after you've done uh, your your deductions, your, your contributions to 401k, your tax deductions, your everything, your Social Security, um, all that. What you actually bring home is your income and or net income. Gross income is going to be before all that. So the thing to remember about income is this. Income is a wealth generating tool. It is not wealth. Okay. Keep that in mind. Income is not wealth in and of itself. Income is a wealth generating tool. So income helps you generate wealth. So more income, follow me, is going to just decrease the amount of time needed to reach your financial goals. Doesn't make it impossible. Remember that. Less income doesn't make building wealth impossible. It makes it, uh, it, it draws the time out. So by increasing income, you can decrease the amount of time needed to reach whatever your financial goal is. So less income doesn't mean that you'll never be wealthy. And that, that, that's what 99% of listeners are, are going to want to hear. Less income doesn't mean you'll never be wealthy. So remember that the the people on the, the the couple on the plane that's toasting wine, they may spend all of their money to buy that plane or rent that plane and get that wine and have the nice suits and all that. They may spend all of their income to do that. So how much are they actually setting aside to build wealth? Going back to the same pictures, the couple in the living room or in the kitchen that's drinking coffee. They may be putting all of their income or 70, 50 to 75% of it into a retirement or brokerage account, and they are building wealth. So they're not spending all of their income, right? So the, it, it, less income doesn't mean you'll never be wealthy. It may take longer. You may not have as much to spend on, on those, uh, you know, vacations or, or other other purchases that you may be interested in, but you will get there. You, you will be wealthy. So there's a couple of income types to discuss, and I'm not going to stay on these very, very much. I'll go over and I'll do a future episode on income types, but pretty much there's three uh, types of income, active, passive, and portfolio income. Uh, active income is, is what you are going out and working for, right? Uh, it's going to be salaries, wages, commissions, bonuses, all that kind of stuff. 
Passive income is going to be your business, your rental properties, your royalties, things of that nature. The two, the similarity that those two have is they are both taxed at your ordinary tax rate versus your portfolio income uh, are most likely going to be taxed at a long-term tax rate. Uh, 15% is the average for most people. Uh, that's going to be your capital gains, your stocks, your foreign exchange or Forex, uh, your crypto, all that kind of stuff is going to fall under that portfolio income. So there's a couple different types of income. Most likely a lot of people are bringing in that that active income. They're going out and working, they're punching a clock and they're, they're bringing home a check. So Keep that in mind. That's just a couple types of income. I didn't want to discuss income without hitting that. So that brings me to my my nick my my, uh, my my big next point is that you've got to understand that you will be wealthy. So if we can just clear that, you are ninety percent there. I'm telling you, it's, this is all a mental thing. It's all a mental thing that people think they won't be wealthy, so they don't they don't have the drive to do stuff or, or we're going to talk about what that stuff is, but they don't have the drive to go out and, and attack it and get after the wealth thing because it seems like it's forever away or it's impossible. So I wanted to show you this chart. Uh, so this is based off of someone that starts with zero dollars. Um, and for 30 years, they invest 15% of their $50,000 income. Okay. For 30 years, they invest 15% of their uh, $50,000 income. What I want you to see is that in 30 years, they would have made, uh, they would have $767,000 in this account, right? Pretty good, pretty good growth, right? That's pretty good. And that's saying, you know, that's saying that this person never got a raise, right? Because they've invested $50,000 the whole entire time. So if they just get a couple raises, you're, you're, that's going to, that's going to hit a million, right? Keep that in mind. Uh, they've only contributed, they only contributed 225,000 to that 767,000. The rest of that was compound interest, right? So I want to give you one more thing and I want you to keep this in mind. The, the, this is a breakdown of someone that had $50,000. They didn't invest anything else. They just had an account with $50,000 in it. And they had a 7% return over 10 years, $50,000 would be a hundred thousand dollars. It would double, right? Just a little over double hundred thousand, 681. Uh, but it would double 10 years. What I want you to remember is that if my money is going to double, it takes the same amount of time for my money, for my money to go from 50 to a hundred thousand as look at this screen, 500,000 to a million it takes the same amount of time. So with that being said, the faster that we can grow that account, the faster we can put more money into that account, the faster this thing is going to double and double and double until we are filthy rich, right? We're going to have the, all this wealth built up in this account and you're going to have money. Keep that in mind. So we've been talking about this and income and how that plays into it. So what is net worth? I haven't covered it exactly. So I want to cover what exactly is net worth. So for starters, wealth is sort of net worth, okay? So I'm going to use those two interchangeably. Um, the higher your net worth, one would say they are wealthier. Someone that is wealthy would have a high net worth. The, the, the words are interchangeable. You can use wealthy, you can say net worth, you can do whatever. 
Just pick one and go with it. They describe the same thing. Okay. So what is it? Well, simply put, it is what you own minus what you owe. That is the easiest way to say it. Everything you own minus everything you owe. So in financial terms, it simply just means assets minus liabilities equals your net worth. That's in, you know, these financial terms. And last week I covered average net worth. Here they are. If you, if you, uh, wanted to look at them, uh, but this sort of shows you the average net worth of, um, people by age. So you can see where you fall on this chart and how you're doing currently. Uh, but what affects net worth? And that's the part that I wanted to really, you know, focus and tune in on is what affects your net worth. Well, this was a slide I found. Um, the visionpreneur is, is where this came from. So, uh, but I found this, and it's a very good breakdown of first off assets versus liabilities, but that's sort of what makes up your net worth is your assets and your liabilities, right? So on the asset side, we have house, your insurances, your intellectual property, you know, what, what you, what you know, uh, businesses, cash, stocks and bonds, your portfolio, right? On the liability side, you have your credit cards, your car, your student loans, your taxes that you owe, and any other debt that's out there. So it's a pretty easy breakdown, right? All that bad stuff, those credit cards, the student loans, medical bills, uh, car, um, taxes, all that, this is liabilities and this affects your net worth. Those things eat at your net worth. So remember this, debt is the biggest inhibitor for your net worth debt is investing investing is the easiest easiest to accomplish is to invest into your 401k your ira your standard brokerage account etc that's the easiest to affect your net worth positively and then finally real estate offers the biggest advantage so if you want to go the easy route right go for it don't don't worry about real estate don't worry about real estate eventually you may be so well invested that you can, you know, start taking classes and you can understand more, more real estate, but don't put your money in something you don't understand. So investing is the easiest stick money into a 401k, stick money into your IRA, stick money into your brokerage account. That's the easiest route to go. That's how you're going to build wealth. That's how you're going to increase that net worth in a positive way. So to improve your net worth is a very simple process. You're going to earn more, you're going to spend less and you're going to invest the difference. That's it. So step one, you're going to eliminate debt and you'll succeed. If you will get rid of debt, if you will not go into debt, if you will not take on additional debt, you will succeed. Like that's, that's a foundational principle. I promise you, I don't care what your income is. I can show you, you will succeed if you will not go into debt hands down. I don't, I do not care how much money you make. You will succeed if you don't go into debt. Second step, pay off your primary residence. That's step two. Once you're out of debt, pay off your primary residence. That's your primary residence is going to be a huge asset to you. Pay that off. Step three is going to be invest, invest, invest. So that may be into an IRA. It may be into a 401k, maybe into a brokerage account. It may be into real estate. But you've got to invest. You've got to start investing. You've got to start attacking. And that's how you're going to get to that final step. And that final step is very simple. Who wants to be a millionaire, right? Who wants to be a millionaire? Not the show, but in real life, okay? 
it's, it's, you know, and I honestly, honestly, I think the better question is who thinks they can become a millionaire because so many people are capable of being a millionaire, but do they think it, do they actually think they can become a millionaire? Because I, I, I alluded to this at the beginning, but if you are confident and you know, you will become a millionaire, I promise you stay away from debt and you will become a millionaire. It's that simple. It's really that simple. So if, do you think that you can become a millionaire? Well, here's just a couple of things that, that if, if you've uh, read the millionaire next door or whatever, if there's, there's tons of, uh, of knowledge out there, but here's a couple of things that millionaires do. They read a ton. They say no to instant gratification. They stay away from debt, right? And they have a budget and they stick to the budget. They don't just they don't just have a budget. They stick to the budget. And that's a huge piece. Building a budget is one thing. Sticking to it is a whole nother piece. So it's pretty clear to see that net worth is the most important piece of this whole entire thing. Net worth is what's going to drive a lot of, you know, how wealthy you're going to be. If you can keep increasing that net worth, if you can keep that debt to nothing, I didn't say to a minimum, I said to nothing, keep the debt away, you will become a millionaire. However, we we had to discuss, so net worth is the most important, but we have to discuss both because the higher your income, the quicker the process. So if, if you're, you know, if you're like most people, if you keep on keeping on and you're driving and you're, and you're, you're, you're pushing it and you're, you know, you're not getting there and you're, you maybe you're not even, you know, getting much progress reports, right? Like you're not really seeing much. It can become kind of debilitating. It can become a little bit, well, is, am I really getting, you know, am I really making progress? Am I really getting there? Um, so the, if you can increase your income and you can quicken, you know, or quicken, you can speed up this process all of a sudden it can become a whole lot easier to attack this and keep motivated and keep, you know, pushing yourself because you'll see very, very quickly that things are happening. Some of us out there are eager to get there. We, you know, we'll take on extra shifts. We'll pick up extra jobs and we'll do all this just to lessen the grind, lessen the time it takes to get there. Because if I can, if I can work really, really hard for 10 years, if I can work really, really hard for five years, I'm decreasing the amount of time it takes for me to get there. And I can, I can sit back and enjoy a little bit more of it because of all the grinding that I did. So, uh, others, others are not like that. Right. And that's fine. Uh, others are happy just going to work, investing in their 401k, their IRA, and just passively getting there. And regardless of how you want to approach it, I don't care if you're going out and grinding and hustling, or if you're just sitting back and passively doing this through your 401k and IRA and staying away from debt, you will get there. Take the action and do those things and you will become a millionaire in the end. That's, that's not for, you know, it's not up for debate. Like you will become a millionaire. And that's, I think that's the part that most people, you know, need to see. They need to see the simple fact that if they will become a millionaire, it will, all that hard work will pay off growing wealthy or IE increasing your net worth is easier with higher income, but it's not with impossible without. So, uh, don't get caught up in the weeds of what all is going on. If, if, if looking at your portfolio, if you're investing and looking at your portfolio every day bothers you, if, if seeing a red day bothers you and that, that becomes, uh, almost like an inhibitor from, from you wanting to invest more, 
maybe just not look at your portfolio. Maybe just know that it, on average, the stock market returns 7%, right? On average, it's going to do that. Some years it, it goes in the negatives, but that's okay. You're not in it for tomorrow. You're not in it to take it out tomorrow. You're in it to take out years from now. Let this thing build. Don't go, don't base your motivation off of a daily return, but don't get caught in the weeds. Don't overcomplicate the process. Don't always look for the next big thing. Stick to these basics. Remember, earn more, spend less, invest everything in between. Just invest it. You will, it will pay off. You will have so much in return for that hard work. You will have so much, uh, but don't overcomplicate it. Don't try every single thing. Just stick to the basics and you will get there. I'm telling you. So I wanted to close this out, uh, because I want to say this, don't go broke trying to look rich. Don't go broke trying to look rich. Being wealthy is not looking wealthy. It's totally different. So I wanted to end this because I wanted to say this because I, I truly think that somebody out there needs to hear it. And I actually, I think 80% of the people listening to this need to hear it. Uh, it's a, it's a very vital concept, but the second that you stop caring about designer and name brand and all these other things, you will start to build wealth. The second you stop worrying about what other people think about you or that you're not flowing with the average, um, societal ways, you will start to build wealth. The second you stop, you know, you, you sit back and you just realize how the world's telling you to treat your finances is not in your best interest. That's when you'll start to build wealth. So you got to want to be different. You've got to want to be different than everybody else with your finances. And that's hard, right? Like that's hard to do. It's hard to be a little bit different because everyone else is going out and buying that new car. Everyone else is going out and getting this name brand, this and that. Everyone else is doing all this stuff. So for you to not do it, you stand out. But let me tell you that when you're standing out like that, 10 years from now, you will be the one standing out. And, and I can't say that enough. You, you're going to throw all this money and all this time into all this other stuff to 10 years from now. It won't matter. Like none of that will matter. Nobody will remember that handbag that you had. Nobody will remember that brand new car you had for, let's be honest, that brand new car is probably broke at this point. Right. I mean, like it's, it's that simple process, that simple concept that being wealthy is not looking wealthy. Don't go broke trying to look rich. Don't put yourself in bad situations trying to keep up with the crowd. The Joneses will leave you broke. And that's what I've done an episode on it. I've talked about it, but that's a huge thing, especially when we're talking about income and net worth. Your income drives your net worth. Your income is that wealth generating tool that's going to push your wealth. Uh, so it's going to increase your net worth. Stick to doing that. Stick to those basics and you will absolutely a thousand percent be a millionaire. Like it's, I'm telling you, it's not, it's not up for debate. So what I wanted to end this with is, is to say this, if you are ready to take control of your finances, uh, if you want me to look and see if you're headed on the right track, if you want to see what your best path to your financial goals are, if you want help, Putting together this investment strategy with your 401k, your IRA, your standard brokerage account, if you want help with that, if you want to ensure that you are putting your 
effort to where it needs to be to become that millionaire, to build that that wealth that you long deserve, right? Please go over to my website, thefinancialmirror.org forward slash contact and fill out that contact form. I will be a financial coach. I will be with you every step of the way to get you to where you want to be. So if you'll fill out the form, it'll send me an email. It'll let me know that you're interested. We'll discuss. We'll put together a time and a date and we will meet up and you'll receive a free consultation on what those next steps are. Finally, if you do want to give an extra little bit of support to to the stream, just go on over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash contact and check out some of the gear that's on there that you can purchase today. Uh, Finally, I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share with everyone that's in your life, your friends, your family, your coworkers. If you would, if you're listening to this on a podcast, please leave a five-star review And don't forget to leave that written comment. Those truly go a long way. I hope that this really just brought a little bit out of you and giving you a little bit of courage, a little bit of motivation to take that next step. Like I said, a financial coach is always available in me and I will happily help you and ensure that that we keep you going in the right direction. You will see that you are making progress along the way. What I want to end with is this. Remember that if you will, earn more and spend less, you will happily, happily, happily become a millionaire. So till next week, continue proving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.